Into radio, I Live Radio. This is Emerson, and you're locked into I Live Radio. Radio, radio, radio. Keep it locked. This is Felicia Temple, and you're listening to I Live Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. What's up, everybody? This is Indy Solstice, Gwen Event on I Live Radio, a station that supports independent artists in their music. Are you looking for that feel good music? The kind of music that makes you want to share with your friends? Then you've been looking for I Live Radio, your number one source for music lovers worldwide, playing a variety of hits from soul, reggae, gospel, jazz, hip hop, funk, and every in between. Download the iLive Radio app now and listen to us when you're on the go. Available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. You can also listen live on TuneIn and Alexa. iLive Radio. Listen to radio. Classic to the rare, blended with a neo and progressive, celebrating legend past and present. That's JC's Progressive Soul every Monday, 10 p.m. till me. Join me every Tuesday between 7 and 9 p.m. UK time right here on iLive Radio with The Flashback Show. Changing the way you listen to music. Yeah, iLive Radio. The Flashback Show across the world wide web. iLive Radio. The days when the nights we are. Welcome to iLive UK. This is Deep Sound here telling you to tune in to the Beats and Bass Show every Tuesday, 9 to 11. Showcasing the best and 140 dubstep and grind that sometimes going across the board, featuring guest mixes, artists, and guest DJs. So tell a friend, every Tuesday, 9 to 11, Beats and Bass Show on Alab UK, changing the way you listen to music. Alab UK want to hear from you. You can get in touch by calling us on 0208-638-8503 or you can send a WhatsApp message, text only, to 07564-265-257. You can watch us live on Twitch and Mixcloud and whenever you miss a show, you can listen back via our podcast page at iliveuk.com. Don't forget to download our iLive Radio network app from the Google Store and take us on the ride with you. It's iLive UK across all platforms, changing the way you listen to radio. You're listening to iLive Radio. Changing the way you listen to radio. iLive Radio.
Well, hello and welcome to the very first episode of Skillet's World, brought to you by Ryan Skillet. Welcome to my world. I go by the name of Ryan Skillet. I am your host for the next couple of hours. Um, we will be talking everything through music, through wrestling, through, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? We just talk. We have a nice conversation. I've got a lovely co-host with me today. Her name is Priya Anand, who's somebody that I go way back. Hello, Priya. Say hello to the lovely people. I love you. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. How are you? Thank you for I'm, joining us. I'm feeling good. Yeah, you're feeling grand, and grandioso. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know, that's one thing I definitely need to mention today. So today's episode is actually brought to you by Mr. Tim Peace, a mindset coach, where he believes that the successful life comes from a meaningful life. So a meaningful life is a successful life, and you are absolutely right, that's Tim. Very so true. Thank you for sponsoring the show. You are a star. But we also have another star in the show with us today. Uh, he is, in my opinion, a rap legend. He is hey. a uh, a humble. He's got humble beginners. Look, even when I said that, he screwed his face. <laughs> so, you know. Um, yeah, he's a really close friend of mine. He's a very respected rapper in the game. And he's also a very respected podcaster in the game with his own podcast with my man Summit called Breaking Atoms, where they interview legendary rappers. When I'm talking about legendary, I ain't just saying that to throw it out there. He, they've interviewed <sighs> the Beat Nuts. They've interviewed... Uh, uh, you've interviewed uh, uh, um, Corrupt... Uh, <laughs> I, try, I try to remember names off the top of my head. Um, you remember some, you've interviewed some members for the Wu Tang. You've interviewed so many people. So, um, please pick up yourself. Please give, give some people who you are. Say hello to the, to the people listening right now. Greetings, greetings, everyone. This is, this is Kinetic. Um, my mother calls me Christopher. Okay. And my wife calls me Christopher when she's angry sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, Skillet, thank you for the introduction. You called me a rap legend and, um, I screwed up my face because that's something that, you know, People have said, but I don't see myself as that. Okay. Um, it. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Priya. I, I stand on the shoulders of giants, man. So, you know, for, for all the accolades that I get. Yeah, I always remember those people who inspired me to do what I do. In my eyes, those are the legends. But yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a hip hop fan, nerd, wrestling fan. I'm a podcaster too. And yeah, Breaking Atoms. Um, we've done bits. We've yeah, one hundred percent. You're spoken to a few, a few legends. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, more than a few. We'll get into that in a minute. But let's, I just want to actually kind of um, circle to your beginnings of of how you became a rapper. You 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 were raised in Northwest, Northwest London, London, man. I'm loyal to the soil. If you uh, if you go to Northwest London, stand outside Sam's, you might see a vision of me <laughs> in the sky. Do you know what I mean? But that's that's just me. Yeah, no, Northwest London, Kensal Rise. So Kensal Rise, is it? okay. Yeah. So, so I, my grandma lived in Kensal Rise, and like many. Many of us young West Indian kids, we were raised by our grandmothers. So, mum and dad were still around, but they were working. So, I was raised in, in Kensal Rise with my grandmother, uh, me, my brother and my sister. I went to school in Halsden, so I was back and forth between Kensal Rise and Halsden. And, um, you know, this is in the 80s and 90s, so I had to learn the names of the roads, learn the faces, learn how to move, how mm. not to move. It was a very rich community experience where we knew everyone on a first name basis. Right. Um, it was, you know, we could go outside and play. Um, some people, you know, couldn't go outside and play. No, not at all. Um, this isn't, you know, some people just couldn't go outside. I won't get into their business. But, um, yeah, Northwest London, it's a very, very rich and historical area, especially when it comes to music too. And, and your, your parents are from Jamaica? Parents are from Jamaica. Yeah. So, so what was that like growing up in having a Jamaican household in? 
it was dope. There's a lot of Jamaican um, heritage in the part of Kensal, right? Absolutely, yeah. man. Like, it was dope. Because, you know, being raised by my grandmother, I had the best of both worlds because my mom came to this country in 1963. So she was nine right. when she came. So she had the experience of coming from Jamaica and kind of assimilating to the, to, to the ways of the UK. But my grandma was very much, she was West Indian. Like, so I grew up eating West Indian food. You know, I grew up, like, some people don't know what a partner is, but... People used to come to the house, drop off money, shit, you know, you get the money this month. I grew up in all that, Mackerson yeah. Stout, Domino's. Yeah. So I saw all of that. So it's funny when I got older and people came from Jamaica and saw how I moved. And they're like, how, how do you know all of this? Like, and I'm saying, because even though I was raised in England, I was raised in a West Indian household. Right. So a lot of the, you know, the sayings, the way they talk, the morals, the values, um, the principles and stuff, you know, I was, I was exposed to that from early. And, um, growing up, like, you know, Music was a big factor in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you discover like hip hop was going to be a major factor in your life? Um, so music was definitely a big thing in my life. My mom was the choir director. Okay. At the church. So she even said to me that, um, you know, I was directing the choir with you in my belly. Mm. So in many ways, I was That's exposed to music from then. Do you know what I mean? But growing up in a very traditional church now, you know, hip hop was devil's music. Yeah. So, so your mom was a kind of opposed to hip hop. She, she wasn't on it. She didn't mm-hmm. shut it down, but she wasn't on it. Like, right. But what she, kind of list, what kind of hip hop were you listening to? Then? My first, I first fell in love with hip hop when I heard MC Hammer, "You Can't Touch This." Okay, that's yeah. what got me. And then when I saw Crisscross, mm. yeah, jump, and yeah, because Christopher Kelly, Christopher um, Smith, then I was like, they got my name, yeah. so I can relate on that level. And they were similar age to me, and I'm like, oh, they can do it, so so can I. Mm. Yeah. So that's when I really started to kind of, you know, immerse myself in hip hop music. But I can truly say. I really fell in love with hip hop music and culture when I got the tape of Enter the Wu Tang. Right. Okay. So that was, is that the first, first cassette tape? That was the first cassette tape I got with the wrong track listing on the back. Okay. And, I took, and it was, it was, it was taped like a hundred times. So, you know, the quality was real bad. It was like yeah. throughout the whole album. Yeah. But I do remember the day that was a pivotal life changing moment for me when I got that tape. Okay, cool. Um, we're just having some um, weird adjustments here. I'm just being a diva. It, no, it's, it's fine. It's, it's my fault anyway. So, um, if you can get a bit closer to Priya from you, thank you, Connect. Okay, so Wu Tang. So Wu Tang was kind of what kind of changed the game for you, to be honest. Yeah, that's when I really fell in love with like lyricism. So, who was your I, favorite? Who was your favorite Wu member? Um, Inspector Deck. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Inspector I Deck. That, Inspector actually. Deck was the anchor. He always set the song off. You got to follow him. Yeah, yeah, he's one. I feel like every song they did together, you know when they had all nine members in one yeah, song? They called Deck. always had the best verse. And he's the master of the opening bar, along with Prodigy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah no one's better. And you as an MC know it's hot, the hardest bar to write is the first and the last. 100%. One. There's a lot of pressure there. Mm. Or sometimes, or sometimes they just have to shift it for them to be the, that's the, that's the, cause sometimes, you know how it is when you, you create a song. Some, the order that you hear it at the final product wasn't probably the order that yeah, was going to start it off. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, they're comparing it to, oh, maybe Mesh should start it off or maybe, and then you hear Inspector Dex, you're like, yeah, 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 he has to go yeah, first. Leave him, leave yeah, him. Yeah. Leave okay. that man alone. So I'm going to go through some of your music if you don't mind. Go ahead, man. We'll, we'll, we'll chop and change. We'll go back to some interviews, but I want to play some of your songs. I, I love, this is one of my favorite songs of yours. This is called Here We Go. This is produced by Michael Parkinson. Um, actually, before I play this song, what's your relationship like with Michael Parkinson? How did that even get together? Michael Parkinson is my big brother. Right. In music. Um, so for those who don't know who Michael Parkinson is. He's a legend. He is a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. Like, outside of music, if Michael Parkinson calls me for anything, and he's never called me for a favor, but if he needed a favor from me, he would have that. So long story short, I was, I went to his launch party. I was bored one night and I went to his launch party 
And it turned out he was on the stage. He said, shout out my wife, Miranda. Right. I looked up. I said, I swear that's Miranda who I went to college with. So Miranda back in college days was like, I'm dating this rapper. Right? Oh. But I, I, me and my friends, we were haters, innit? Mm. Like, let's be honest, innit? It's not cool to hate, but we was haters. <laughs> so <laughs> we was just like, nah, he ain't, he ain't dating a rapper, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward 10 years, that rapper is now her husband. So when I gave him my demo at the time, he took it and he's like, yeah, I like your music, man. Your wife, my wife vouched for you, said you're cool. So in terms of here we go, yeah. he sent me a beat tape and I heard that and I'm like, I can't do that justice. Yeah. He calls me like a week later and he's like, I want you to rap to this. Yeah. And I'm like, you sure? And he's like, yeah. And I'll tell you a story before you play it. There's a line in there. I say, I'm a hitman for hire. Yeah. Um, I met Elliot Wilson. Right. The day I recorded this song and he asked me, what do you do? Summit introduced me and I told him I'm a hitman for hire. So that's why I put it in the I song because I didn't know how to introduce myself because I'm really not good at that stuff. I mean, like Michael Parks has worked with like the likes of Jess, Genesis Elijah. He's worked with all kind of maestro. Yeah. He's worked with a lot of the UK hip hop. We have a really uh, good, chem- we have a really good chemistry and it's something I didn't know until recently. Like we just did an EP called Spin Cycle. Right. And it's like, we got a really good chemistry. Yeah, he's, he's, he makes some crazy beats. And yeah, every time I bump into him, he's always, he's always like fun going, love, love, he's love, you know, he's fun loving and he just, uh, and he's a, he's guy. a family man. He's a great dad and he loves his family. And I think as great as he is as an MC and as a producer, he's an even better person. All right. We'll get into this one. This is called Here We Go. Uh, it's kinetic produced by Michael Parkinson.
Anderson. What what project was that on again? That was on the Kinesis Thesis Volume Kinesis Three. Thesis. I think that's my favorite project of yours. That I came out twenty eleven. Twenty twelve. It's the tenth anniversary in four oh, weeks. Wow. Oh, you should mark that. Yeah, I'm going to. Yes. That that project is really special to me. Um. That made me want to go out. You should like thank you. A party or something. Like, thank you. Thank you. Great. Are you doing anything for that? I might do a little mini podcast series. Um, just with everyone who was on it. You know, yeah. myself, Tone, T1, K Knight. You know, yeah. It's um. I, I joined T as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the project where I really found my voice. Like I remember the project leaked. Mm. Like oh. leaked. Oh. On the internet, I'm like leaked. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, I was like, huh? okay. someone, you know. So I was like. <laughs> Wow, I got something that leaked, and you know, people were putting me like best of lists and yeah, all that jazz. I remember that there was a lot of lists that was circulating around that time. A lot of a lot of um, top ten lists, mm. and uh, I remember you popped up in a few of them. Yeah, um, that's that's the one that really um, that's where I found my voice, man. And it's interesting because that's like my fourth or fifth project, mm. and that's what I tell a lot of artists now. It's like, you know, if you're fortunate enough to find your voice early on, that's great. But sometimes you don't really find who you truly are. Until you're somewhere, you're somewhat down the, down the line in terms of the process. Around that time, you were working very closely. Well, I think just before that that album dropped, you worked closely with Drastic. Yep. Uh, you guys were in a group together called Grand Central, mm-hmm. and you guys had a lot of buzz. SBTV used to play your stuff. Mm-hmm. Jamal Jamal was a big supporter. Yeah. Rest, rest in peace. Rest, rest in, in peace, Jamal. Jamal. Edwards, he was a big supporter of you guys. Um, what happened there? If you don't mind me asking, you don't have to get into anything. No, it's know. cool. Um. Differences in like personalities, yeah. um, a difference in terms of like, you know, our ethos. Right. Um, Grand Central was very much a self-funded, kind of a very insular unit of two people. Um, you know, I got a shout out Drastic as well because Drastic's from Northwest London too, mm-hmm. and I always remember when I first saw him, just being really impressed with like his stage presence, his package. I remember, <laughs> I remember one time I was walking down Kilburn High Road and about six men. Just walked up to me. So, you know, being from Northwest London, the spider senses go off, innit? Yeah, of course. I'm like, okay. It's on. It's on today. Yeah, yeah. The guy just came up to me and put his hand on his chest. He goes, I come, um, I'm from the team of Drastic. Respect. Right. No way. Yeah, because he had seen me perform somewhere. So it was always a mutual respect. And I think, you know, in a nutshell, I think a lack of communication okay. between, between us two and just creative differences. But you it know? wasn't any like bad blood or anything. It got it got, it got funky, right? It got Cause funky. Because obviously, respect to Drastic, you know, I get along with him as well. But yeah. I know he has a bit of a yeah. But you know, you know what? It's like I think he's very misunderstood. Yeah, for sure. I think he's very misunderstood. I think at the core of who he is, he's a good person. Mm-hmm. But there was a there was some mis there was some misunderstandings that we 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 didn't speak right for a while. Right. Um. But you know, we've pat we've patched things up. I've seen him since. We've seen each other since. And um, I actually addressed it. On a song I did on Michael Parkinson's beat called Wishful Thinking. Okay. And I basically said, like, I look back and I'm like, I wish I had handled situation better. Situation a, a bit differently. So that was my, my olive branch to him and I sent him the song and, you know, it was, it, it was all, it was all peace. Working with Drastic made me a better MC. Okay. Made me a way better MC, like. I mean, I remember when he used to be on Channel U mm. frequently. He had a lot of videos on there. Mm. That's when I first heard of him. He was doing quite, yeah. you know, the first, the first class of Channel U. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, he, he was on the first he's made his contributions, man. And you yeah. got, you got to salute him for that. But working with Drastic definitely made, because <laughs> his work, he can do like three, four songs in a day. Mm. I'm the type of person I need a day to write a verse. I know. I I remember Justin asked me to be on a he, be, he asked me to be in a song of him 
and I think it might have been TB, mm-hmm. and I took ages. Yeah. And he, and then I was like, oh, I got the verse now. Yeah, he's, he's moved and on. He was like, yeah, no, we've, I moved on. I was yeah. like, all right, no worries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, and that's fair enough. Yeah. You know? like, he works like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, Grand Central was good. It was good times, man. I learned, like, I had fun, man. Like, you know, SBTV. I yeah. saw someone wearing the t shirt the other day in Halls, and I'm like, um, some old man. Yeah. I'm like, how you get that shirt? Man? Yeah. Like, Come on, how you, get, how you get that shirt, man? But it was, yeah, it's good. Good times. Good yeah, times. Good. A lot of, and that's why volume three, Kinesis Thesis came out the way it did, because that was the first project that I did after the breakup of Grand Central. Sure. So I said to sure. myself, I'm on my own again. I've got something to prove. And I've got something to prove. And that was the year of the underdog. Yeah. That was actually a scrapped Grand Central song. There was a discrepancy over that too. For real? Yeah. I mean, I'm, on, I'm telling this story for the first time. Okay. So, um, it was originally a Grand Central song. Yeah. And from what I can remember, um, Drastic uses we had that verse you hear on the original was written for the original Grand Central song, and I think we didn't end up recording it. So I took my verse and just called it Year of the Underdog, and there was a discrepancy over that because Drastic came up with the idea, the concept mm. of Year of the Underdog. Mm. So I really liked my verse, um, and me calling it Year of the Underdog was a bit of a slight. So you know he felt away. We spoke about it. Um, it wasn't any um, like any kind of like oh you know you stole my idea. It was kind of like should have given me a heads up. Right about that, so I, I I understand it, but you know, these these okay. things happen, man. You, you, you learn, you learn, man. And you two are on good terms now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. To yeah, hear. shout out to Drastic. Well, yeah, the Underdog is one of my favorite songs of yours. You had a, a remix version of that song with mm-hmm. uh, my brother K Knight and uh, Jaunty. I'm gonna play that song now, and uh, we'll talk a bit more about more more, more connect. Let's do it. Said my future was bleak, and I would either be in jail or running loose on the streets. But if they saw me now, I bet they'd all be losing their sleep. Because I made it to a place a lot of youth couldn't reach. I was sat at the back of the class, just having a laugh. Now I'm an eligible bachelor and bachelor of arts. I'm paying my own taxes. I can't be a victim of the system or curriculum. I'm never going backwards. And now I see the deeper meaning of life. Being closer to the achievements that I dream of at night. Even youngers are coming up to me and seeking advice. I tell them it's deeper than wealth and to believe in yourself. So whether you rise or fall, keep your eyes on the ball. Focus, know it's a test and that your life is a call. Still it can either leave you written off or worse for wear. But it's the habit of an underdog to persevere. It's the year of the underdog. So every time I open my eyes, I tap into my focus and drive. Cause one of these days my spirit's gonna float in the sky. So I'm working till I'm holding the prize. It's the year of the underdog. So every time I open my eyes, I tap into my focus and drive. Cause one of these days my spirit's gonna float in the sky. So I'm working till I'm holding the prize. Man, I put myself second my whole life. Used to pick up pad two and play with Pell's Mars. I'm like, dude, fly, he can fly. And with knuckles the rider, he can glide. Yo, that I didn't lie. Cause Lee dude was getting more shine. And two twos is featuring his own drain. Sonic by his side, yeah. And Tilt is getting sidelined. Until I put Sonic free and knuckles combined in the mega drive. Now you see our underdogs is getting hated on. They're not favorites until they get to raining on. Sun snow, lightning bolt, and hailing on. Well, records are there to be annihilated. Time to get you sane and not More than the paper, yearning for something greater Trying to see this food for thought right to your stomach 
on the way up, catching a couple haters till they praise it, and even the haters are gonna love it. Why? It's the year of the underdog, so every time I open my eyes, I tap into my focus and drive, cause one of these days my spirit's gonna float in the sky, so I'm working till I'm holding the prize. It's the year of the underdog, so every time I open my eyes, I tap into my focus and drive, cause one of these days my spirit's gonna float in the sky, so I'm working till I'm holding the prize. Yeah. Underdog, I'm on the grind and underrated, but undefeated in my eyes because the ether with the rhymes are causing lesions when you read them. I get even in my prime, so I feed them all the reasons why I'm needed on the mic. So I connect with kinetic and disconnect with synthetic. Disrespect all the efforts and then affect them with methods and then I bless them on record. Say a little prayer for them, it's the underdog's turn. So I pray a better year for them. They can hate the talent, but that means I'm fair for them. Cause while we're here touring, they're there snoring, working double time with other rhymes. The hair chairs roaring and the sun will shine. The rugged rhymes, the bread tears, orphans and I'm the world threat, burn sets, words set to spray fire, leave your skin dry, but your girl wet. Cross the opposition, fuck the system, top of wisdom, leaving with next to nothing, not even a fucking pot to piss in. It's the year of the underdog, so every time I open my eyes, I tap into my focus and drive, cause one of these days my spirit's gonna float in the sky, so I'm working till I'm holding the prize. It's the year of the underdog, so every time I open my eyes, I tap into my focus and drive, cause one of these days my spirit's gonna float in the sky, so I'm working till I'm holding the prize. Kinetic, the year of the underdog featuring Jaunty and K913, that was a... Yeah, I know you're a big fan of the K9, K913 verse on that tune. Bro, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, you know when they say who got washed on a song? <laughs> I gladly I gladly got washed on that song and it was ab- an absolute honour. Um, yeah. Putting that song together I think is one of the best A&R moments of my life because I just knew we'd all sound good together. Me, Jaunty and K9, shout out to all of them. I just knew. Like, yeah. people say, I remember people saying, but why? Flow and tone, I would say. I just knew. <laughs> it's just something I knew. And um, K Knight's one of my favorite MCs in this country. And mm. I always tell him this. Mm. And because we're friends, you know, he's kind of like, whatever, whatever. But no, K Knight. do that to anyone. <laughs> K Knight is one of, like, K Knight's one of the best, man. Like, he's so, like, people say, I'm talented. This man, everything he puts his hands on turns to gold. Right. Mm. So talented. Love that guy. And, and Jaunty, like, his verse was, like, so mm. abstract. He talks about playing um Sonic and Knuckles pick. Pad, pad 2 you know you got to be in the culture to know what he's talking about man. That's, one <laughs> yeah. of, that's one of my favourite songs Jaunty is very complex with his like his rhyme schemes and how he raps it's yeah very, very different. but you you need you need that man yeah, like, for sure. you need that sometimes yeah. yeah it's different isn't it um, if you're just tuning in uh, we are iliveuk.com if you want to um, call us up for any questions that you may have if you want to have any questions for Kinetic ring us at 07-564-265-257 uh, we are live on Mixcloud, Twitch, Spotify, you name it. That's where we are. Um, it's kinetic, man. Um, so after that album, mm-hmm. he started working with a producer named Imperial. You know, we missed a step. Oh, well, okay. Well, what have I missed? So after that, I went yeah. to California. Oh, yes, you did. I went to California. So um, back in the early 2000s, I was on message boards online a lot. Yeah. Um, And I was on the message board called The Lawn which was uh, a Justice League who basically, they're a rap group from North Carolina and they had little brothers. Yeah, yeah. I was on the lawn and um, I connected with a guy over there called Kudoy Soul. Shout out to Jeremy and his wife, Kari. They just had a baby. And he had a very like, uh, he had a worldview. Even though he was in America, he was always like, yo, like I love hip hop from Japan, France. I love your voice. Yeah. All of that. And he's, one day he said, listen, do you want to do an album together? So I'm thinking, yeah, you know, we're going to, we transfer the joint. He's like, I got a ticket for you. 
Come to no. America. So he flew him and his partner at the time flew me out. No. I slept in a closet. In a closet. Yeah, okay. slept in a closet, bro. But it's, you know, this is what you got to do. Yeah. We wrote I and recorded the album. I mean, the closet was nice, you know. It wasn't like a closet. You, like, you've been nice. to California, bro. You, you, did you ever sleep in a closet in California? I mean, it went far off. <laughs> it was fun though. Like, um, yeah, we did the album, wrote and recorded it in ten days. So that album was called Hip Hop Is Forever. Oh right, yes. And it of came course. out in June two thousand and thirteen. How did I even forget that? Yeah, and um, yeah, about two years ago, I went to his wedding. I tell you, it was an ill story. When I went to his wedding, thinking I'm just a guest. Right, people asking, "How did you meet?" And we're like, "Yeah, we met on a forum." People looking at us like, "A forum? <laughs> what kind of forum? What forum are you talking about?" Yeah. But it was ill when me and my wife walked in there. He had our names on the top table next to his family. That's beautiful. I was like, "What?" Like, you know, you know, in our culture, the top table serious, yeah. you know, you're on the top table. Like, I had my name on the top table. Like, he was like, "Whatever drinks, whatever you want." You were an honored guest. Yeah, and I just thought, "I'm just coming as a guest," so that that friendship remains. We, you know, we we still tap in every every once in a while. So no, he's a he's a good dude. He's a good dude, and he's an amazing producer. And that that was a great experience because I'm a slow writer, yeah. so I had a deadline. I had to write and record everything in ten days. So you know, I was in the studio at eight in the morning, eating McDonald's, drinking beer. I probably shortened my life right. through that whole experience. Right. Does it feel um, worth it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a good. It's a good album. It's a good album, and it it just taught me about living in the moment. Yeah, for sure. Record it. Don't overthink it. Let's yeah. record it. I haven't really taken those lessons on now because I still overthink things. I was gonna but, ask you. That was another thing. I was gonna be like, how did it, how did that experience then translate into what you're doing now? You know what it is. If Dr. Dre walked in his room now and said, "I, I got a beat, write a verse," I can do it because of those experiences. And I've got to shout out T One who actually produced Year of the Underdog mm-hmm. because he he gave me like the unofficial boot camp. I used to go to the studio and we had to write on the spot. Right. So right. like I'm talking to the time, beat as well. To the beat, yeah, bro. Yeah, so there yeah. was a couple of times I never forget. We did a song called Nothing Personal. It's an unreleased Grand Central song. And I wrote my verse on the spot and did it in one take. Jeez. So that it's that kind of training. Do you know what I mean? It's no different to a footballer doing kickups mm. or a basketball player shooting threes. It's like if if the moment comes and someone needs me to write on the spot, mm. I can write on the spot. And it's because mm. of training like that and going mm. to California. Wow, that's that's a crazy experience. And that definitely made you improve as a rapper mm. as well. Oh sure. yeah, yeah. 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 Sure. Like the pressure is yeah. gonna bring out your best work. It, it can't do anything but that, innit? And the beats were crafted with me in mind. Yeah, mm. you know, yeah, it's one exactly. thing when you get a beat and you pick it, and you're like, it was made for 400 other people. Yeah. But when someone says, "I made this with you in mind," you have to approach it a certain way. So you come back from California. Mm-hmm. What was next for you? You just was planning on a new album, and how did, how did the whole connection with Imperial happen? So I did a I did an interview with a guy called Proverb, Proverb the Wise, um, Earl McNeese, mm-hmm. rest in peace. He's since he's since passed away. I did an interview with him, and I actually mentioned Quarantine in there. I'll never forget. I'll send you the link. And was that 2011, 2011? It was 2012. Yeah, yeah. And I was just talking about Volume 3 because, again, like I said, Volume 3 just put me on a different type of radar. So people were reaching out for interviews, wanting to talk. And I did this interview with Proverb. And he was just always a good dude, like, always helping me. I'm like, why does brother always, like, said, like, he's like, yo, I got I, this label sent me a bunch of albums. I've already got them. Do you want to put them in the post? Yeah. And Imperial messaged me one day saying that he had read the, the interview. Mm-hmm. And he's been looking to work with an artist like me. I'm paraphrasing. Um, I'm making myself sound way more important than I am. <laughs> do but it, I, do but it. But I tell you what really stood out to me about Imperial. One, his email was so polite. Right. Like the layout, the spacing. Like, you know, some people send you an email. It's just like text. Like it's mad. When I read his email, the spacing, the paragraphs, I'm like, this guy's got to be working in education. Turns out he's a teacher. 
right. at the time. He was a teacher at the time. Mm-hmm. And he sent me a beat. He was like, I'd love for you to be on my album. So I, when I heard the beat, it was formatted. Intro, verse, hook, intro, all the different instruments coming. I'm like, this guy's thought about it. Gladly do it. So we did one song and it ended up turning into an EP. And it's interesting your, your relationship with him because a lot of your songs, uh, they end up on like adverts and they end up on like, yeah, you, you get a lot of PRS money from your songs. I'm doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all right. No. Um, what type of adverts? So, yeah, you know, tell, yeah, speak, speak, tell people what kind of adverts you are. So, I mean, like I do a lot of, um, sync licensing. So this is basically when you create music for agencies and the music will sit in a library and they'll pitch it to different brands. So, you know, if O2 use MOP and up, they've got to go to Loud Records. They've got to go to MOP if you want to use it in this advert. Right. And what that world, you know, Imperial got into that world before me. Mm. So, you know, people would reach out to him for briefs and say, oh, you know, can you do this? And he can join the MCs. He's going to call his man. So, um, we did stuff, uh, for, what was it? You were a match of the day? Match of the day twice. Yeah, I remember you were a match of the twice, day. Twice, bro. And I don't even like football like that. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your song was played on when they do the goal tally, the goals of the year, yeah, the heard. best goals of the year or the best I goals heard, of the yeah, month. Yeah. I remember your song being played on that. My song was I played think I texted you. When you I heard, did. Yeah, I and I was going yeah. Cuba the next day. So that was a nice. Yeah. And it's funny because I had just left Imperial, like we went to the train station. Right. I just left him and we found out. So yeah, match of the day, um, the undateables, the mm. gadget show, WWE Raw, when I saw that on the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a yeah. big wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. So I was on WWE Raw. Um, and I'm still, I'm still pitching stuff and I just think it's a really cool world because, you know, you call me a legend. Yeah, I, I think take, so. I take pride in, I'm, I'm an MC. Like, there's certain levels of MC in that kind of get me excited. The thing with sync licensing is that how do you create songs that as much of the world can sing along with you? Right. So sometimes you can't go in there and inspect the deck, the situation. No, no, it don't do you work. You know what I mean? Way, it don't yeah. work like that. Yeah, yeah. So when it's we only did for the, a certain demographic. Right. Yeah. So when we did the song with EMI, we did an album with EMI. They're like, listen, we're going to give you access to the whole KPM library. Okay. So KPM is a music library, mm. right? So all like, man, like, um, Alan Hackshaw, rest in peace, who did Grange Hill. Um, Keith Mansfield, who did Grandstand, all these men have music in this library, and the label said, you can use whatever you want, sample it, we've cleared it. So yeah. it was like De La Soul before they got sued, Do, use whatever you want. And I remember the label said to me, we want a happy, uplifting, vibrant album. I was depressed at the time. Mm. Literally like, bruv, I was on my face, I'm like, bruv, you might want me to talk about being on top of the world, bruv, and I feel like I'm on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that taught me I had to make music, take myself out of that situation and make music one that met the brief. Right. And that could appeal to that audience. And we did the album, we did the album in two weeks and that album is still being synced today. The day that you and I met, where was that? I don't remember, but I know the situation. It was after the show, wasn't it? I know the situation. It was the day Randy Savage died. And then we spoked about, we had like a commonality with that. Yeah. Now, did I have a Randy Savage shirt on or something? I, I, I tweeted about it. Okay. Because I had actually bought the Randy Savage DVD because my first copy got broke. Yeah. Got broke. Broke, got, ended up broken. And, um, I remember tweeting about it and that's the day he died. And I remember you tweeting about it. And I'm like, so raw. Yeah. I vividly remember you coming up to me and bigging me up about the truth video. That, oh yeah. yeah. Bro. Yeah. I remember bro. that. Bro. And I think that we started to become the friendship from there. That video. Yeah. That, that video is one of the case studies in depth and simplicity. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple video. I know. I, it's, it's funny, right? Because it's, I tell people all the time, like sometimes, I think I, that was one of my biggest learning lessons in this, in the music game. That sometimes you don't have to do all the flashiness. So you don't have to put thousands of thousands upon pounds to make your video look good to get noticed or get recognition. Bro, like, that sometimes vi- a really simple. The truth, man. Video. I remember watching it on Facebook. 
Yeah. Like, I remember where I was, man. Yeah. Like, I remember where I was. Like, that video, that video, mm. that video is crazy, man. Didn't it get, like, a, uh, not an award, but a... No, it was nominated yeah. nomination. for Best That's Urban it, Music yeah. Video. I, I lost the tally temper. It's not bad though. I, I showed up. That's not I bad. showed up to the award ceremony wearing a suit, thinking I was gonna win. Well, uh, as you so should. You should I, I literally thought, suit, man, I literally thought I was gonna win. What was you supposed to come in? I know, but I was just like, come on, man. I don't think you know what annoyed me. Go Tan- in a suit, man. Tan- Tiny Temple didn't even show up. That's fine. It was no, me whatever. and Riz. Me and Riz. You know Riz, MC, Riz Ahmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and him were in the. Bro, we were it's, both it's, nominated it's, together. It's an it's an achievement, bro. And I I have to salute you because I remember when I came to your launch party. Yeah. I came after work, bro. I'm I'm be honest with you. I came thinking, yeah, it's a launch party. I'm going to support my man's. When I saw the amount of people at this party, <laughs> yeah. I said, what? Was yeah. that the one in Huxton? Yes. Yeah, That's yeah, the one yeah. that I managed. I said, yo. Yeah. yeah, that was sick still. Bro, it was like, the place was packed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I wanted mm-hmm. to get on the mic so bad that night. Yeah, I mean, it would have it would have gone into a big cypher if something madness didn't oh, happen. I knew I that wouldn't have been the worst thing. Listen, <laughs> that, that would have been the worst thing. Yeah. Bro, that was him. Some madness that was popped impressive. up that night, so we had to cut it short. But yeah, that was a good night. That so. was that was really impressive. Cheers, my brother. I'm going to play a song um, from you and Imperial called Just The Way I Feel. Um, Our least liked song. You don't like this tune? Why? Um, it's not that we don't like it. It's you know when you're finding your formula, mm-hmm. it's like we realize yeah let's 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 keep the lovey dovey stuff to 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 the um, to the house. Yeah, to I the thought house this one. might be about somebody special. It is that you end up getting married to? Part part it's part autobiographical. Um, I can't remember which verse was in spe- was spe- was specifically about my wife, but yeah, it's part biographical. That's how heartfelt. <laughs> Why I can never up and end it 
My life is so much better because of your love and friendship. Sunshine, Kinetic, that was Kinetic, um, featuring Tone Richardson, see the sunshine before then we played Kinetic and Imperial, this is How I Feel, yep. that's what it's called, and um, before I actually get into, before I ask you questions about uh, both songs, mm-hmm. um, I'm just going to give a quick shout out, we've got a little bit of shout out coming up here, uh, <laughs> hi Skillet, can I get a shout out to the <laughs> 01204 and Dean Roadmandem. Sonny, don't say I never do nothing for you. That's, so, that's for you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Is that, is that, where is that for money? That's, well, kind of, Bolton. Bolton. Shout out to Bolton. We get the guys in the Bolton. No, no, I've got, I've got people down in Bolton. Respect to Bolton. Bolton, to Bolton. don't get many shout outs. They actually don't. Bolton don't get a Even their football team didn't get much love. So. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit peak for them. Still. Look up Bolton. Look up it. Look up it. Also, I just wanted to remind you that this show is sponsored by Tim Peace. A successful mind is a meaningful mind. So 
Thank you very much, Tim. Um, Kinetic. Yes, sir. That last song, mm-hmm. See the Sunshine, when I played it, I could see that you got a bit emotional. Mm-hmm. Even what you're saying in the song is very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that song mean to you? Was that anything in specific with who you were talking about? It seems like you were talking about some people that you knew in your life. Yeah, so that's one of the first songs I ever did with T1. Yeah. I brought him that sample. Right. Um, one way. Right. Um, by, is it Atlantic Star? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I yeah. bought, I bought the sample to him, um, after hearing Sleep Well by Cormega. Um, that's a little plug. Um, but yeah, I was going through like, that part of my life was a, there was a lot of loss. Mm. So it was like a few years after my grandma died. So that's why I said after the death of the woman that raised me, I mentioned her before. Mm-hmm. You know, my best friend moved to New York, um, uh, breakup at the time. Mm-hmm. So loss in different ways. And what that meant is that I became an introvert. Right. So I sat in my room for years, just listening to music, immersing myself and just soaking up knowledge about the things I cared about. Um, there was a point where I stopped going to funerals because I just kept, there were so many, there's so many funerals. Right. So that's why I say I keep the black suit cleaned as per usual. Um, yeah. And I just think being young as well, I didn't know how to process feelings how old was you when you did when you wrote those that was 2012 so i was um 2012 just 28 okay yeah i was about about 28 so it's when i've I've lived quite a sheltered life growing up in like you know a two-parent home grandparents church so a lot of the stuff that i learned later on in life a lot of my peers learned that early because they weren't as protected as I was. Right. So mm-hmm. when certain life things happened to me, I didn't know how to deal ha- with yeah, it. Yeah, you don't have to handle it. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost sure. like this is the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The stronger, yeah. Fa- sh- the stronger your foundations, the more they can be shocked. Right? Yeah. Like, in a sense, like. Yes, yeah, so I was, I was going through a bit and I, I think I was a bit, also a bit melodramatic. You know, sometimes us artists, oh my God, woe is me. You know? But definitely. And I was a big Joe Biden fan at the time. I had a little bit of that as well. <laughs> yeah, it happened. Pretty will tell you. I had a little bit like, we artists, we just, I don't know what I don't want to speak for every artist because everybody's different, but a lot of us artists, I don't know what it is. We're just out, we're so overprotective about everything. Yeah. And like, we're if, sensitive if we, people. If we lose a little bit of control, we, yeah. yeah the like, world, yeah. Yeah, yeah because if people don't understand how artists need, like, what it is that artists are doing, like, when you go into the booth, when you make a track, you're legit putting your heart and soul out there. And I think people that have never done that, they listen to music and they don't appreciate the journey that's gone. How, do you know what I mean? Even, not even just length of time, but the process of it. Mm. And so when you do that, I don't know. I think people don't really understand. Unless you've been in the studio and you've legit spoke your deepest, darkest feelings into a mic, sure. knowing that it's being recorded, knowing that's going to go out there. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, so that's you're, good. You're 100% right. There is some good gem gems there. Yeah, man. Go on, you're, you're welcome, right everyone. <laughs> should make an, I need to write something for you. Sure. Yeah. I feel like pretty should write a book. I've been telling you this for a minute still. So. You really have, to be yeah. fair. I do need to write. I mean, th- th- there's some ideas in the making. Right. Yeah, there is some I ideas so. in the making. I mean, it, it takes a long time for office though. Yeah. You know As you mean? know, my fellow creatives. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> You know the seasoning takes a while, but you know mm-hmm. the meal. The meal is always worth it at the Ooh, end. Ooh, a know? food analogy. Yeah, you know I like that. Yeah, I, I, like, I like, is a big foodie. I so. like foods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have missed no meals. Trust me. So this song is um, you and Jaunty. It's called Closer. Yeah. It was on Jaunty's oh, album. Wow. Wow. I'm not heard this in a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Yes, you know what it is? When I heard the beginning of the beat, I'm like, again. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard this in a while. Shout out to Jaunty, man. Yeah, he like, yeah. 
talented, I'm gonna talented him, I'm guy. Gonna, yeah, very talented guy. I'm gonna One of the most unique sense. people you'll ever meet. Mm. Like, not just rhyme style, his perspective. And I've as got, a person. I've got yeah. a lot of respect for him. There's been times I've been going through personal things. You know what it is as well? This is going to be a really wild thing to say, but anybody has a bad thing to say about Johnny. Oh, no, you're, you're, like, you're a liar. You're not, yeah, you're a liar. Oh, no, we'll bang him in. Yeah, 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 they're lying. Yeah, they're you, lying. Should, you, should, you should go back to the upside down. You're a liar. Yeah. Go back, go back over liar, there. You're a liar, you're a cheat. Get out of here, man. All right, so I'm going to play this joint. And, cool. Um, we're going to probably, I'm going to play this tune and then we'll probably be joining to commercials soon. So um, let's see if I can screen in a couple of songs before commercials. Yes, please. All right. Yeah. And one day closer to the truth, running towards the answer. Where to lucky, cause he run faster. Closer to peace of mind, that's what I'm after. But if you had a piece of my mind, you'd probably need the pie chart, so. My hand hugs the pen like a martyr. Ice gets the art, maybe one day I'll draw a galard. You hear the song? I'm closer to your shit than Minarco. Closer to the man getting rid of me. Sickening in this shitty business, never personal. And that from EMP. Trying to stack the pee, the government is trying to take the pee. Need therapy. Slow they take the door away from OAPs. I'm closer to hearing in the sky. Maybe I'll look just enough. Losing fear of light. Come in my window like my tomorrow. Bring a zero wide. Closer to sharing if the parent is right. I'm closer to another dawn, another day, another night. I'm one day closer. Another ball, another rain, another light. I'm one day closer. Closer. I'm one day closer. I'm one day closer. Everything. Yeah, I'm getting closer to having all of my questions answered. Closer to a place where there's no stress or dramas. Closer to Jehovah. No more scratching my head, cause then I would have found out what really happens when we're dead. Whether I see a postponed or early fate. Whether I walk through or have to pick. Locks at the pearly gates. I'm close to seeing my loved ones that passed away, and this is hard to say. But rest in peace, the pastor Ray. It's barely been a week since you took your last breath. I never thought I'd talk about you in the past tense. There's no shortcuts. So every day, I'm trying to find my way from what I want to what the Lord does. Closer to a state of acceptance. Closer to the end of me living my days reckless. And knowing what's invested in me, I'm closer to becoming that man that I was destined to be. Closer. Another dawn, another day, another night. I'm one day closer. Another ball, another rain, another light. I'm one day closer. Closer. I'm one day closer. I'm one day closer to everything. Like conscious of mind. Knowledge decide of what tomorrow will hide. What will I find? More than nothing inside. Mask for the sky, past the dance, it's the vibes. A harsh is the I'm crossing the now to pass the Up till I climb. Yeah, closer to you. At Arajaunty, get closer to the stoop. Lean over the balcony, get a closer view. Rewind the ride, dissect, meaning number two. I'm closer. Leveraging blessings for weapons of words. Never forgetting the lessons I've learned. Let's be apprentice for legendary endeavors for whatever this
generation And it's cause they see too many broken homes of the missing man And that's something I won't condone Too many kids are singing dear mama Cause their papa was a rolling stone So when you're mauling in the bars and clubs It could be your child that's falling for their father's love You passed the buck and such left scars and cuts At least one heart is crushed from a Harvard grudge And I don't wanna start to judge But isn't it insane How you're content just being a figment in the brain A faded picture Cause you're missing within the frame Your ways are crazy You need to do your job and raise your babies By providing them protection With signs of affection Especially in times of correction But following conception You thought it was done Don't ignore it and run Beat it for your daughter and son Big 
dreams that we're chasing is so, so contagious. We're trapped in the matrix. The fast flu nation, the fast flu nation. Machines still raging, we're way too impatient. Nothing's no longer sacred. Big dreams that we're chasing is so, so contagious. We're trapped in the matrix. The fast flu nation. Cause everybody rhymes now and that includes me. Everybody wants to die famous like Bruce Lee. It's the celeb culture, your 50 minutes of fame. But in years to come, no one will remember your name. It's about preparation like a five-star meal. A presentation for five pounds to steal. See, music is useless unless you put the work in. No point rushing, take your time, it deserves it. They're trying to eat brands, but they're deep behind the week, fam. I told you, I'm rap soul food for the streets, man. My music's never reminiscent of the golden arches. You should listen to the vision of a golden artist. What grows the hardest? Had a call from the start. I'm just trying to make some tunes that are straight from the heart. And I do this for the love, I take my time with the art. We'll maneuver to the clubs and then climb up the chart. It's the fast food nation. Machines still raging, we're way too impatient. Love is no longer sacred. Big dreams that we're chasing, it's all so contagious. We're trapped in the matrix. The fast food nation, the fast food nation. Machines still raging, we're way too impatient. Love is no longer sacred. Big dreams that we're chasing, it's all, all right, so contagious. Go we're trapped to in the matrix. The fast food nation, it's the fast food nation. Machines still raging, we're way too impatient. Love is no longer sacred. Big dreams that we're chasing, it's all what you're hearing right now with mentalist fast food nation big up mentalist um connect how you feeling man i'm i'm good man um you've taken me down uh memory lane yeah say, you look like you went on a journey especially on the first one i saw you like listening intently. yeah a lot of those songs i've not listened to them in years right um it's made me kind of really appreciate the journey man yeah journey you know uh, i mean yeah but we appreciate you man like thank you for you know producing all those years of your art man bro this is right? the first radio show you've done right this is my first ever radio bro, show bro and you yeah. invited me yeah you're, you're, you're guest number nah. one nah like, I'm, what's I'm, wrong with that nah listen I'm humbled bro seriously humbled cause you, you, hey. you're, 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 your black your black book is serious like your black book is very very serious there's so many yes. people you could have had here I tell him again it. tell him again no, your black book you serious, don't bro. understand Lala you, know, you know everybody <laughs> bro Lala <laughs> You see Skillet's name, it's like a cheat code. Like, I've mm. been in situations Perfect. where Perfect. I tell people, I know you. Yeah. And they will welcome me and they say, oh, you know Skillet? You're uh, cool. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Your, your name holds power, bro. I mean, I come appreciate on. it. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate you coming. This is this is what it's all about. It's all about showcasing. It's called Skillet's World for a reason. It's not. It's it's, it's my world. Yeah. So I'm inviting your people world to is my still. world, <laughs> and, and it's about inviting people we that I be know. Scared. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm I'm doing this whole thing where it's like random co-hosts. <laughs> So like Priya's a good friend of mine yeah, who I yeah. think is, she can she can contribute. So I'm inviting her, and then I have someone else in the chair, and then I have someone. Else, but they'll, obviously they'll, they'll I'll be the best. And they'll be back. But yeah, you will. And they'll be yeah. back. But um, but yeah, no, it's my world. So you know, and you're I'm part glad, of my world. You're part of my world, bro. Um, when we get back from the advert break, we're going to talk to you about you transitioning to becoming a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about your love for wrestling. Mm-hmm. We're going to I'm going to have a bit of a couple of random question round out throw out to you. Random questions you got to answer just like that. Rapid, rapid question. And um, we'll just we'll just have a bit of a fun time on, right. on the second part. Um, obviously, clearly stalling time because I'm waiting for the queue for the advert to start. So before that starts, <laughs> why are you looking at me? Yeah, I was like, why are you looking at me, skillet? Priya. how's New Cross going? I, I mean, New Cross is New Crossing. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. be crossing. People be crossing, and then be untangling. There's a good. And then pla- they, they be crossing again. Is, is, isn't there a great place in New Cross called Jerk? 
Smoky Jerky. Smoky Jerky. You give it Smoky Jerky a shout out. Yeah, I mean, I will give Smoky well, Jerky a shout out. Let's give it Smoky Jerky. And if you okay. like Smoky Jerkies, guys, call the number at 0756. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck that is. Perfect. Changing the way you listen to radio. I live radio. This is Emerson, and you're locked into iLive Radio. Radio, radio, radio. radio. Keep it locked. 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 This is Felicia Temple, and you're listening to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. What's up, everybody? This is Indie Solstress, Gwen Yvette, on iLive Radio, the station that supports independent artists and their music. Are you looking for that feel-good music? The kind of music that makes you want to share with your friends? Then you've been looking for iLive Radio, your number one source for music lovers worldwide, playing a variety of hits from soul, reggae, gospel, jazz, hip-hop, funk, and everything in between. Download the iLive Radio app now and listen to us when you're on the go. Available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. You can also listen live on TuneIn and Alexa. iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. This is Lightworks with V Swizzle. She's a hip hop geek influenced by Dilla Beats. Tune into her show each and every Monday. 8 till 10 p.m. on iLive Radio UK, where the vibe is funky, chunky beats interwoven with lost funk kits for sound innovation. This is Lightworks with B Swiss on iLive Radio UK. Tune in to JC's Progressive Soul every Monday, 10 till midnight with me, JC. Playing the best in soul and soulful hip hop. From the classic to the rare, blended with a meal and progressive. Celebrating legends past and present. That's JC's Progressive Soul every Monday, 10 p.m. till May. Join me every Tuesday between 7 and 9 p.m. UK time right here on iLive Radio with The Flashback Show. Changing the way you listen to music. Yeah, iLive Radio. The Flashback Show across the world wide web. iLive Radio. Welcome to I Love UK. This is Deep Sound here telling you to tune in to the Beats and Bass Show every Tuesday, 9 to 11, showcasing the best in 140 dubstep and grime, and sometimes going across the board, featuring guest mixes, artists, and guest DJs. So tell a friend, every Tuesday, 9 to 11, Beats and Bass Show on I Love UK, changing the way you listen to music. I Love UK want to hear from you. You can get in touch by calling us on 0208-638-8503 or you can send a WhatsApp message, text only, to 07564-265-257. You can watch us live on Twitch and Mixcloud and whenever you miss a show, you can listen back via our podcast page at iloveuk.com. Don't forget to download our iLive Radio Network app from the Google Store and take us on the road with you. It's iLive UK across all platforms, changing the way you listen to radio. You're listening to iLive Radio, changing the way you listen to radio. iLive Radio. And we are back, back into Skillet's world. We are back. Thank you for everyone that's been listening. I'm just going to play a quick tune from the new Kendrick Lamar album. 
uh, this is one of my favorite songs of the album called We Cry Together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit of a controversial one, but I love it. into Skillet's world right now with my guest Kinetic and my co-host Priya Anand.
subtle mistakes fell like life or death. I want to see the family stronger. I want to see the money longer. You know that I die for you. All right, so we're back at Skillet World. If anybody wants to give uh, a live call into the show, please ring us at 07-564-265-257. That's if you want. I'm still here with Kinetic and Priya. Kinetic, how are you? I am good, man. I'm here. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm feeling nice. Mm. I was going to ask you, man, like, after, you know, your various different album releases and projects that you've put out, what made you want to transition into doing podcast? Two reasons. First one is you. Okay. Oh. So okay. we were at our friend's Sweet. wedding. Shout out to Johnny again. Yeah, big up um, Johnny. We were on a beach we in, in Jamaica. Jamaica. A beach in Jamaica. Yeah. And Skillet, Skillet finds me funny, which I find funny because he's funny. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So when funny people find someone else funny, you must be funny. Mm-hmm. Right. So Skillet said to me, now, nah, man, you should start a podcast. And it just went through in one ear and out the other. Like mm-hmm. I'd listen to the kick out and stuff and I just thought, mm, we'll see. Cause I wasn't really sure what a podcast was even at that time. And the second part to the story is I was at home. So I was going through a really rough phase in my life. I had been made redundant okay. for my job. Yeah. So in the space of this time, you know, just got engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife's dad had passed. So that was a trick trying time in various ways, mm-hmm. mainly for her. Right. Um, <clears throat> And then, you know, you've got this flat that you've just bought. Now you've got to pay for this joint. So I was going through, like, no, it was serious, serious depression, man. Like, I was in the house watching Everyday Struggle, eating breaded chicken, put on mad weight, look like a carnival float. Do you know what I mean? Um, that oven food. What? There. Listen, I used to bang off the, um, you know, the garlic, the garlic bread baguette. Yeah. I used to box off under them. Mom- food, yeah? What? <laughs> I, used to, I boxed off under them by myself. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so one day I was watching a, a wrestling match right. and I was calling the spots in the match. And my wife was like, how do you know this? Mm. I said, because I know it. She's like, you know, you got so much um, information about useless things. You should, start, <laughs> you should start a podcast. So she, you know they what? Got Come on, man. So <laughs> not, wifey, not, man. not only did she just encourage me to do that, she bought me a ticket to a show mm. called Podex. And I went there. People from like Radio One Extra was there, yada, yada, yada. And um, it so happens at the time, a good friend of mine, Summit Sharma, who used to do the Hip Hop Chronicle, one of the podcasts Big up Summit, too. man. Let's talk about Summit. Yeah. He's, he's a legend. Legend. Absolute. His Hip Hop Chronicle series that he used to do. Bro, he put a lot of us on, you know. He put loads of us on. He was he had his ear to the streets in America. He in had America. all the connections. So he interviewed all the American uh, hip hop artists. He was artists. the first one to interview Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yes. yeah. And, and then he would interview us. He Ice Cube. Take, this is what, bro, yeah. I remember being on his site, being next to people like Ice Cube. Mm. I'm like huh? mm. I, I tell you the realest thing He ever did for me He had an interview With Odyssey He's one of my favourite artists mm. And he called me one day He's like You know his music right I said yeah I love him He's like you do the interview Yeah, he's a, yeah summit, I said what summit, What summit, 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 yeah, right? he's a, he's He brought good, Odyssey To my dude. office bruv yeah, I'm like bruv yeah. I was just listening to your tune How yeah. are you in my office And then we went Nando's afterwards With yeah, Odyssey yeah, yeah, Sick yeah. <laughs> Big up to Summit I hate him though But <laughs> um, No he, we did the podcast together We sat in Vapiano's came up with some names for the podcast over some past and originally we were a podcast that just talked about life retro stuff you know just stuff that we wanted to talk about mm. and then one day he had the all-seeing idea he's like listen man what's the one thing we talk about so easily that puts a spark in our eye hip-hop hip-hop yeah he's like yeah let's just be a hip-hop podcast now so we changed directions 
and we started interviewing legends and um yeah things just took off from there and it really hit a, a crescendo with last year's narrative series with reasonable doubt i was just going to ask you about that because you know you, you had you've always drawn legendary hip hop guests into your podcast but i feel like it it really went to another level with with listenerships and people tuning in and yeah. subscribing to your podcast mm-hmm. when you did the, the reasonable the, doubt, reasonable doubt jay z series which was mm-hmm. arguably one of the best things i've ever heard i was hooked I was Dope. I listened to I listened to each episode back to back, bro. Dope. And when a pod, I haven't had a podcast do that to me since Serial. I don't know if you remember oh, a yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, called Serial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Serial right. was a podcast or about. Do I need to get onto this? Listen, <laughs> it's a mad podcast. It was a podcast about a murder that happened in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, back in 1999 or yeah. 2000? No, 2001. It's it's one of After those after like, 2001. Yeah it's, yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those. And it's like. <laughs> the guy they talk about It's like Did he do it Did he not You're always trying to get me On these uh, listen, messings it's, Like it's every so I've never I've Literally And I'm I'm a podcast guy But yeah. I don't binge Apart from maybe like um, Bruce Pritchard's podcast Okay Something to Something, Yeah you love that one I do love that But I don't really binge Podcasts but Serial and your Jay Z Reasonable Doubt series, and then you did a follow up with the Blueprint. Funny story: the day we finished episode five of Reasonable Doubt, we got a message from Young Guru. Yeah. When am I coming on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. So we said that we were going to take a few weeks off. We started the Blueprint series the day we finished Reasonable Doubt. Like eight hours later, we were Mad. on the phone with Young Guru. But I, I, I have to salute Summit because Summit was the one who had the idea mm. to do it. Mm. I remember he called me one day and he's like. I'm going to put the information. We'll probably do it. He was like, yo, we should do a, a series on Marsberg, Rock Marcy. Okay. Um, and then I said to him, hold on. What do you mean? And he started talking about doing a narrative podcast series, interview sound design. I'm like, cool. I'm like, this year's the 25th anniversary of Reasonable Doubt. Right. Let's just do let's, that. Let's go. Yeah. So we did that in two months. Didn't Jay-Z share it or something? Am I right about no, that? No, but we have it on really good word that he heard it. Yeah. Ooh. He heard yeah. it. Yeah. He's, he's aware Because it, it got loads of attention Loads of attention Loads of attention It got us in the industry bro mm. It got us jobs Yeah That that podcast series got us jobs mm. What more jobs in podcasting? Now I'm an audio producer Full time mm. And that's lots. what led to that That series started. That's, amazing, that's amazing, amazing I love that for you man. That series I got us jobs I think stories like that Are so important For people like you to tell Because there's probably So many people And there could be people listening That you know Have been doing rap or been doing music or whatever and they're wanting to try and translate their skills to something else and they just don't know how to mm. make that jump mm. but then you're here i mean it's transferable being, skills mm, it's mm. like i rap but i'm a writer mm. and i've always told people i never wanted to be the best rapper i always wanted to be the best writer because if you're a great writer that means you can write songs journals i didn't know how to write a podcast script i wrote a podcast script for five episodes just I just wrote it. Yeah. When mm. people said, yo, who wrote that? Yeah. I said, I did. They were like, did you go to the Gimlet School of Podcast Script? And I said, what's that? <laughs> the Gimlet School. The Gimlet. Gimlet's actually a podcast. Okay, network. I thought you made that up. I'm no, like, it's a <laughs> It sounds like you made it up. No, it's a very real place. It's like the upside down. It's a very real place. Okay. Um, people said to me, did you do that? And I said, no, I just wrote it. So all these years of like writing, listening to albums, writing songs, I have an idea about sequencing and pacing and all these types of things. And it just, it just came second, second nature to me, but I got to, I got to salute Summit because he had the vision to do it. Right. He, he had the vision to do it and it's opened up like to this day, I'm getting opportunities of like people who, who will hire me for work. Yeah. Like someone told me last week, 
that should have been a documentary. Like they should have, someone should have put money into that and put still it on the be. television. Still and it be. still can be. Definitely still can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm someone, very proud of that. Really someone should, do, someone should add visuals to that, for sure. It, there should be a YouTube. Too. There's so many talented YouTubers out there that will list, like they will just make content like that. And I hope someone has I mean, listened to your podcast and add the visuals to in, what in you guys are talking about. Few, that's, that's where I would love to end up, like in the documentary making space. Mm. Yeah. Because I've got ideas. So from that, you do stuff with BBC Sounds now, mm. is that right? How we hustle with Yanni. This is brilliant. Yeah, I'm doing. Tell it. me I'm about that. So when did you get the call for that? I was in Jamaica mm-hmm. last year, um, and I spoke to shout out to Andrew Spence, unedited. Um, he had heard about me, and this is why it's really important that we share each other's work. Yeah. Especially when we we like each other's work. Yeah. So someone had told him about me. Shout out to Wayland. Waylon McKenzie Witter, who put a word in for me, said, yo, this brother's a, a good brother, serious brother. And um, I had a talk with him. And then one day, Andrew was like, we've got this podcast it's called How We Hustle. Mm-hmm. Interested? And you were like, yeah, hell yeah. 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 So, <laughs> I like, yeah. yeah. so I've, I've come on, I've come on board. Um, and I love, I love like, I look forward to Mondays again. I'm glad to hear that. Like bro. I look forward to Mondays. I've on this show, it's basically a show where Yanni, Host, um, the CEO of Yanomai, he basically talks to celebrities and stars about their side hustles and how they've transitioned from one career into the next. He's that massive, he's that car enthusiast. Car fanatic. fanatic. Yeah, he's got a massive Bruv, his car cars. is mad. Yeah. His car yeah. sounds like the Ten Commandments when the engine starts. Right. right. Um, <laughs> we've had, in terms of guests, we've had JME. Okay. Um, who else have we had? JME, Tiffany Calver. Okay. Uh, oh, poet. poet, shout out to, like, shout poet. to poet, shout out to poet. poet. We've had um, DMO DJ. We've got some re- J2K. We just had him in the studio as well, mm. and it's just dope being in that space because I'm now I'm putting shows. I'm putting shows together, and um, it's really going to lead to the point where you know I don't want to be in front of the mic that much anymore. Mm. I want to be behind the scenes producing producing shows. But I now have the opportunity to do that. That's not the only thing you're kind of working on right now. You're you're also working on a wrestling venture. Yeah. Talk talk to me about that. Pro Wrestling East. Pro Wrestling East. Yeah. So I've got to shout out Imperial. Cambridge has almost become like my second home. Right. Mm -hmm. And I often say to people, London is a very busy place full of a lot of creative people. You can get lost in the mix sometimes. But when I go to Cambridge, I'm a star. And I I remember when I went to Cambridge with my missus one time and I was walking down the street and someone recognized me and she's like, really? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I do a lot of things in Cambridge and um, one of my partners in PW is a guy called um, Tom Simpkins so he was the host of BBC Introducing mm-hmm. and he put me on the Secret Garden party stage and all that and then we just you know we had mutual friends we love wrestling and then one day we were just like set up a wrestling promotion bro it's happened so fast I can't tell you where I was or what I was doing I just ended up in it you did a show recently didn't you we did um, a couple of weeks back. last week last week okay, yeah last yeah. week we had um, it was called what was the show called again wow I'd have to get well you're it busy was, the one before was Out of the Ashes mm. I can't remember what this one's called but it was our third show so we're, we're crowning our world champion this year. Wicked! I need yeah. to I need to come down and visit. Man. Now you you know you bro. The minute you just say I'm there, don't even just just end up there. Yeah, you're sorted. But you know what? It's really dope being a wrestling promoter because it's really taught me more about the game. Even mm. though I've been watching it for years, it showed me that yeah, you can sit there and watch Monday Night Raw and criticize, but there's so much that goes into the backstage element of things. You know, you're talking about you have to get a medic. Mm. People have to be paid. You have to work on finishes. It is. It's it's hard work, man. It's hard work. work. It's hard. It's hard work, bro. But I really want to get in the ring at one point. I was going to ask you. You you want to train? I think I want one match. 
Okay. I want one. Do you know what you should do? Ryan, do you remember you did a video that was like you in a boxing match? Uh, no, in a wrestling, wrestling match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. like you should do like a, a follow up to that, but then it's kinetic in there. I want to, I think you so and I funny. should have a match one day. Oh my God, well, yes. We well, should train for a year. Well, yeah. we'll see. You and me should have, I think it would be so entertaining, bro. Mm. But I definitely want to, I definitely want to have a match. Um, but it's really made me appreciate what some of our favorite wrestlers went through when we were growing up. Oh, 100. You know, we're sitting there watching it. Yeah, man, boss is there, lick him in the head with the, with the chair. And now it's, now you're old, you're kind of like, I really appreciate what wrestlers go through. Mm. Yeah, they're taxing on their, taxing on their body, man. Yeah, bro, and on on the mind. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really appreciate them. But yes, it's hard work, but I'm, I'm having fun, man. So, um, you and Summit. Yes. What's, what's next for that? After, after the podcast series, are you looking to do any visual? Cause you know, it's a lot of people, a lot of people, I'm sure you get a lot of questions about yeah. doing visual content mm-hmm. for your podcast. I mean, I know you do that via with the Zoom chats, mm-hmm. you know, the online interviews, but would you ever think about now that, you know, restrictions are kind of out of the way? And if you get any local guests instead of, cause I know you get a lot of guests from the, from the States. So mm-hmm. stateside, that might be difficult. But if you were to interview any artists from the UK, would you ever think about doing it in the studio space? Yeah. Um, Breaking Atoms is a two-man operation, so it's all funded by us. So we don't, with, with, for example, you know, Summit's working on Amazon projects. Right. Radio 4. I'm working right. on BBC stuff, so we just don't have the time. Yeah. We, I think we'd literally have to hire someone to do that. For and sure. it's a good position to be in to say, listen, you need to hire somebody. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Um, we do have some ideas, even if it's not a video video content every week. Mm-hmm. Maybe to do some like one-off specials, mm-hmm. um, but but there's there's some things there's some things in the work about in terms of making the breaking items experience a lot more interactive. Okay. But now we got some we got some fun stuff. Can I ask you a question? How'd you come up with that name? Summit. Yeah. So okay. some of the names we had, we had like sixteen bit banter, <laughs> um, <laughs> pasta and conversation because we was in Vapiano's eating pasta. Okay. And um, I should pull up some of these old names. Yeah. And he one day he called me. He said breaking items. And I just felt something in my chest because like Breaking Atoms is the name of a hip hop album. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, yo, Chris, like the way we break things down, like that name, like exemplifies what we do. Right. Yeah. Break it oh, down I... to the granular, the essence I... of what it is. Because yeah, I think like we it. break things down to the last compound. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to run with it. And it was also like, you know, when you, throw, when, when, um, Commissioner Gordon throws up the bat signal, Batman know what time it is. Mm. When you meet hip hop people and say, what's your, what's your podcast called? Breaking Atoms. They know exactly what time it is. Mm. They know exactly what it means. One of my favorite interviews you did was with Raskas. That's one of my favorites too. And, uh, you know, you and I growing up, big Raskas fans. Yeah. Especially K9. Yeah. 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 That's one of my favorites. So like, you can tell how much you enjoy the interview as well. Isn't that, doesn't that give you like a great feeling when you just come with some gems and maybe even come with questions that he's never been asked before? I take pride in that. Yeah, man. Um, Summit calls me the actual factual. That was his name he gave me. Um, I didn't know. I remember earlier in this interview when I talked about sitting in my room for years, just immersing myself in this, that it was preparing me for this. I didn't know. Right. Um, I really, bro, I'll be honest with you. I ask these people the questions I want to ask because I'm a fan. Like, if I was to interview you now, I've got a bunch of questions for you. I wouldn't need to prepare because yeah. it's like, I've heard your music and, oh, what did he mean by that? Or talk, do you know what I mean? You, you know, know it's, it's funny. I was, I was at an event this Monday, gone. Uh, it was T3, Slum Village. Okay. And, and uh, DJ Ace, um, shout out to my brother, DJ Ace. He had an event in, um, what's the name of that watch company called again? What are they called again? G-Shock. G-Shock. Thank you, Jimmy. I was going to say Fossil, you know. Yeah, G-Shock. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Jermaine. Yeah, G-Shock. Yeah, it, it was in G-Shock <laughs> at, at Casio. Uh, and um, I asked T3, I said, uh, uh, what did you think about um, Elzai's verse on Reunion? That's a great verse. No one's ever asked him that. No? No one's ever asked. And he, his face was like, he, he was stunned. You know what? That's like, like, people are not on their job. No. People are not on their job. Maybe, maybe, maybe people didn't want to ask you because it's a very personal verse. No, that's the first thing I'm asking you. Yeah. No one's asking him about Elzai's verse. No, I had a awful demons on you. Come on, yeah. What he was, um, <laughs> he was kind of taken aback by that. But he, uh, he, he answered it. But he was also like, did you know, they're not, they're not in good terms now, aren't they? Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I take, bitter. I take pride in that man. Like when I got to speak to OC mm. and some of the stuff we unearthed in that interview, and he was like, he gave, he originally the interview was an hour, and we ended up talking for two and a half hours. So imagine your favorite MC mm. says, "No, keep going, keep going." I really, I really take, I really take pride in that because you're building history, and you know these man, these men have been doing interviews for twenty five, thirty years. I'm not gonna come and ask them. Nah, yeah, no, no doubt question. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be on point. It's not what yeah. I do. It's not what we do. All right, well, Kinek, um, I'm gonna ask you some questions in a bit, but mm-hmm. um, before we do that, you actually have a song uh, with me. And I don't know if I should play it or not. I don't you know. You should I, definitely one thousand play it. I want to do my verse again, that? though. You want to do your verse again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now I, wanna, I can't remember. I want to do my verse again, though. You think I so? do this sometimes. <laughs> I want to do, but you can play it. Yeah. You can play it, man. I, I, I'm wondering if this is the version because I might, I might be playing anything. Nah, it's not the version. Um, <laughs> we recorded. Where did we record this? We recorded this uh, in. Um, we recorded this at the Savage Dan. Yes, Savage shout Dan. Shout out to Savage Dan. Big up to Savage Dan, man. And yeah. the filthy fellas, guys. Come on. Like you got a relationship with them as well, haven't you? Um, I have a relationship with Dan in terms of like being an engineer. Um, Dan's a really cool guy. We're not close, close friends. Right. But I want to shout out Dan because when we wanted to get poet on how we hustle, right. I didn't know how to get in touch with poet. Okay. So I messaged Dan. I said, Dan, can you make this connection? And 24 hours later, a poet said, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan is a good... And he's funny. Yeah, he is. He is. Like, he needs to have a comedy show. Is, is he not starting his own boxing... I wouldn't surprise me. I is think it? he's the one that was behind the whole... You know how those influences of boxing, boxing each other recently? Lippy, Lippy, oh, Lippy it, was in it, involved in it. I it think would that's not Dan. surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, one, one bang Dan. One bang Dan. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he, supposedly he's a good boxer. Yeah, he, yeah, cause him, he, yeah, he used to do boxing. Yeah, I believe him, before. I believe him, I believe him. Um, so this song is called Bam Bam Bigelow. Okay. Tell me about Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow is one of the greatest big men to ever grace the wrestling ring. He was flamboyant. He was scary. He was a trailblazer. And I, I think we recorded this because we thought he was going to take his rightful place into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we was trying to get... When a, did you record this, you guys? Like two years ago. <laughs> we, was, we was trying to get ahead of the algorithms. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to show me. Yeah. No, we was, know what's happening. Vincent, you know what Vincent man said, nah. nah. There was like a strong rumour that he was getting in. Yeah. So we I, thought, I, I, oh, let's I, beat them to it and I'm gonna get gonna do, I'm gonna do my. I'm going to do my verse again. The delivery was a bit ropey. You think so? Yeah, I can do better. Perfectionist. I'm like that. <laughs> Alright, let me see if this is the version. This ain't it. Um, it's not meant to be, bro. Nah, I don't think we should play it, to be okay, honest. Because cool. I think, I think, if, you, if you're not happy with your verse. No, if you find it, play it. Um, I was going to actually message you and say, I would like to, I would like to do it again. It'd be the same verse, just going to tighten it up. Nah, it's fine. Sorry, guys. I teased you guys there. We'll play something else. Um, Kinetic, uh, I've got a few questions for you, but before we get into that, I'm going to play a few other songs mm-hmm. and then we'll get back into your world. Sounds good. Skillet's world.
Playing the song afterwards because I, I found it. 
Thank you, Mal. And what did you think? It wasn't actually as bad as you thought. No, I'm just, you know what it is? I'm just a perfectionist, bro. But I was listening to some of those lines, man, when I said I keep a lunatic by my side. Main okay, tweet, main shout tweet. out to Lula Vachon. Lula Vachon, man. Yeah, man. And she had a bit of a tick because she used to do that with her. Yeah, I got, I got it. I got it. I, that, that was a Triple that was, entendre. That was, uh, don't even ask me how. Yeah, Bam Bam. Bam Bam was the guy. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Bam Bam Bigelow, man. Right now. It's a shame when he died, man. Um, connect, man. I've got a few questions for you. Yeah, man. You know what? I was gonna, I was gonna make it hard and make it say it rapidly, but oh. I'm just gonna just. I'm here, man. I've got nowhere to go. I'm gonna, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna just ask away. Say hi to the people in the camera, by the way, if you can. Go to them, people tuning in. We've got everybody locked in right now. Um, alright, so okay. Oh. What is your favorite holiday? Destination. What's my favorite, what's my favorite holiday destination? Yeah. Um, Dominican Republic. And why? Because it was the first holiday <laughs> I went on with my wife. Is that the first event with your wife? First holiday I went with my wife. First time we had a package holiday. Oh. So I was in the um, all-inclusive, but I was in a place called the Preferred Club. Okay. Where I could have sat by the beach for like two weeks if I wanted to. Man was bringing me steak sandwich, all of that. Oh. Um, we got married in Dominican Republic too. So my favorite spot. Oh, cute. When did you meet Roxy? I met heart. Roxy in 2011, I think, like, March, April time, 2011. These were Living Proof times, no? I never went to Living Proof. It was one of the biggest... Yeah, you didn't go proof. You wasn't, you wasn't a Living Proof kid. I was, I, was in a, I was inside the house, I told you. I was okay, inside the house. Okay, yeah. okay. We'll, we'll yeah. yeah. Okay, I was inside okay. the house. Well, yeah, it must have been, like, spring 2011. Uh, Rumour has it, you are quite... Alright, this is interesting. Actually, this is actually very interesting because we got a guy on the left here that mm-hmm. you can't see. He's, he's hand, handing all the technical stuff here and the cameras and all that. He's a massive Mario oh. Kart enthusiast. Okay. And so are you. Yes, I am. We might have to get a clash between. <laughs> he's looking at me like there's no way yeah. that you can beat him. Alright, cool. He looks at me like there's no way you can cool. beat him. You know, he could probably beat me, and there's a couple of people who have beat me, mm. but it's almost like. Oh. <laughs> You see, like certain wrestlers will lose but still look great. Yeah, I'm that. Right. Yeah, I, I played so them. You're not by Jermaine. That's not what at all. Not yeah. at all. I'm, yeah. I'm here for all the smoke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all okay. the smoke. Um, what is your favorite Mario Kart course? Oh. Uh, Mount Wario. I don't think I know that. What, what what game was that one? Um, that's on the Switch. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So it's basically a track where you go from the top to the bottom. Right. It's not laps. You just go from top to bottom, and there's some ill shortcuts as well. Love that track. Jermaine is 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 nodding his head in in, in glee. <laughs> What's your favorite one? Okay. Which which version? The, the Wii, Wii version. And, okay. And, and the Rainbow. Okay. World. Can you do the SNES version though without the barriers? Okay, so you're one of them. All right, all right. We need to play. We need to play. Oh no, no. If you say you can't do it now, you're not ready for me. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on your level. My favorite is the baby park. We just go around. Yeah, no, and that's like, dead. Like that's dead. Seven. You know, I mean, the no, baby park. Dead. You see, when you someone picks like, that, it's like 30 seconds to go around the course. Yeah, it's when, so easy. When someone picks that, I say they did. They want no I get first all the time. Huh? I win that every time. Thank you to see it. It's quite you know what it is? Actually. It's when you when you cut the know, corners you know on the grass no, but using the boost. Do you know why I love so you it? You don't go all the way around. No, but do you know why I love it? Anybody could win. Anyone, anyone in that track could win. You think so? Yes, because because you can go round right, and then you could be like dead last, and then a one mistake can hit you like a blue shell can hit okay. you, and I could just take over because it's like thirty seconds per thing. I think my niece did beat me on that one time. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm trying to I say. Feel like, I feel like that's a bit of an insult, but okay. Um, your favorite rap performance, like live on stage. Oh, little brother. You uh, you open up for them? Oh, my preferred. Yeah, my... yours, yours. Oh no, it's got to be um, Pete Rock's "Yo Smooth." 
Okay. Um, Parky called me down. I was on my way home. Parky called me down to perform. Here we go on stage at the yeah. Jazz Cafe. I've always wanted to perform there. Right. And that was one of my favorites. But I've got to say, Grand Central when we opened up for Black Milk. Yeah, I yeah, opened. We killed that. I opened up for Black Milk as well. You must have done it before me. X O Y O. I did it in Cargo. And now I remember where I first met you. You think that's what it was? No, I met you when you opened up for Five. Really? At Jazz Cafe. That's the I first. I feel like I saw you. Be- I feel like we've known each other before that. Because I interviewed Five that night, and I remember that's the night I met K Night. Hmm. Okay. That's, well, I that's my like earliest memory of you. Then. That's my earliest right. memory of you. Uh, your favorite interview you've ever done for Breaking Amps? I think you've answered this before. It's, it's got to be like it's got to be Raz Kaz or OC, one of those two. Greatest rapper of all time. <sighs> I'm gonna go with Jay Z. Oh, I love that. Wow, I wasn't expecting to say that. That's my answer. What were you expecting? I don't know because I feel like back favorite in favorite rapper I, of all time. It was uh, for a long time. It was Biggie. Yeah, mm. for a long time. Yeah, Biggie was your guy. Honestly, you I think Biggie's everyone's guy. But if you ask me in five years, I'll probably say Fonte. But I just all, I don't want to alienate the audience. Okay, so no, I mean Jay Z. They'll be like Fonte. Who's that? Jay Z is a great. Yeah, if that's who it is, say it. Yeah, I love. I've got, no, but you have a personal. If you have I, a personal I, favorite, you know what? It could very well be just in terms of whose music really kind of. Um, Fantasy well, little brother. Every day. Mm-hmm. The guy that influenced Drake. Did yeah, you know that? But it's got to be OC. Did, did you know that? Yeah. yeah that's yeah. why I get angry. Yeah. I yeah. get angry. Yeah, the yeah. man they the man they shout out Fonte but never want to get on a song with him. Uh, they run, they run I think that's different. I don't know if Drake. I, don't, I mean, I think Drake would work with Fonte if they if they had the chance. Well, I supposedly, think they, I think he would. supposedly like that song, not here anymore. Yeah. The one with Elzai. Yeah. It was supposed to be J Cole and Drake on that song. Okay. Did you want to be a part of it? Mm. Uh, greatest wrestler of all time. Greatest wrestler of all time is Brett the Hitman. Hart. Absolutely. Um, best fast food restaurant. Oh, I'm from Northwest, so I'm, I'm biased, man. I'm gonna go with Sam's Chicken and Ribs. For real? But have mm. you tried Marley's though? I have. Marley's is fire, man. I remember that because I used to record in South London a lot, mm. so I used to betray my my Northwest roots every session. And I used to so go Kino. When I used to go see Chemo, <laughs> I used to hit Morley's. The wings are right, you know? Big up Chemo, man. Yeah, man. What? 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 What's, 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 up? what's going on with him? Chemo's traveling the world doing engineering work. Oh, good for him. Um, but good yeah, Chemo's him. a very important part of my story too. So very important part of a loads of UK rappers. Yep. Story. Chemo is a, Chemo is, should have his own statue. I agree. Um, favorite TV show? The Wire. Absolutely. Your dream collaboration? Fonte. Okay. Uh, favorite film? I'm not really a film guy, but in terms of the films that really move me, I'm going to go with American History X. Really? Mm. Okay, good film. Uh, favorite sweet? Oh, my favorite sweet. My, my favorite sweet. <laughs> I've, I've been boxing off beer lemon sherbets lately, but my favorite. Can it be, can it be a chocolate? You're doing sherbets. Old school, man. You're doing sherbets in 2022. Chocolate factory. Uh, you're doing sherbets in 2022. Lemon sherbets. You know the hard not, not ones. Not criticizing you because you like what you like. But I like what, but you know, sherbets kind of, in 2022. Yeah, you know, but I'm stushed though. Like, so oh. I like that the lint chocolates. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mess nice. with those. That's I nice. mess with those. Favorite condiment? Ketchup. Yeah, you can't really go wrong with no, ketchup. Really? What, what, what were you going to say? Sifria's a fan. She's like, she likes them. Okay, look, I'm Indian, yeah? Mm. We are all about the condiment game. Oh, like, you know what? We if come you, hard with the condiment If you're doing game. that, you know, I tell you what condiment is. Is, is mango chutney a condiment? Yeah. Yeah, but I, even I rock that, with that. I rock that's, with that. That's, that's the ketchup of India, fam. Yeah. <laughs> The catch up of India. Mango chutney. You know. Oh, See when you, you bust that pop dom in the chutney. What? I need to bust you on mango, like mango and mint, like the mix. And the okay, that's different. Yeah, that's yeah, different. Yeah, that's we'll different. get you on that. Right, don't cool, worry. Cool, cool. Favorite producer. Favorite producer. Gotta think about that one. Huh? It's probably okay because I do it in genres, bro. 
Can I say my favorite producers? Yeah, go ahead. So it's gonna be DJ Premier. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I've got a whole hip hop list. I'm gonna go with Quincy Jones, Teddy Riley, um, DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Dilla, Large Professor. Come on, man. Sorry. <laughs> it's this is a, this is why you doing this to me, man. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Quincy Jones. So Quincy Jones. Then. Mm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jim Johnston as well. He's in my top ten. Yeah. <laughs> he has to be. I love Jim Johnston. He has to be. I've never thought about putting him in the top ten producers, but he. It's a staple of our childhood. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, what else can I ask him? I thought you. Where, had did, a you get whole the, list. where did you get the name Kinetic from? Nineteen ninety-five. I was in Berlin, Danes. That's the school I went to. So there was a rapper who was who was a he lived around the corner from me. His name was Nathaniel, but he went by the name of Haniel. I was playing basketball, said so I need a rap name. He's like Kinetic. You move people lyrically, physically, and spiritually. I said, Yep, That's there we it, go. Bro. Is it Jamaican? I think he is. Yeah, that sounds like Southern Jamaican. So. Yeah, you know how we roll, isn't it? Spiritually, I'm Southern Trinity. I'm not even going to do that, 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 that. Prince Element. Element. <laughs> um, favorite food from Jamaica? Patties. Just patties. Uh, what type of patty? Every patty. <laughs> Every patty. And brother, I'm addicted to patties, bro. Favorite barber? My favorite barber ever in life is a guy called Tyrone. And is he from your ends? Absolutely, from yeah. E. He's just started his own barbershop called Effects Barbers. The best barber in the history of the world. And how long have you been going to him? Well, he's been my barber since 2011. Mm. Wow. So it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. I was the first person he cut it was on the first day he went there. Right, He's a sick barber. Um, your favourite collaboration that you've done with an artist? Who's your favourite person that you've worked with? Favourite person that I've worked with is Odyssey. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. that was some that was someone who I always said to myself, listen, I want to be able to rhyme with the people that I like, yeah, and see if I can hang with them, yeah, and I hung. Uh, someone that you've never had a chance to work with, but that you would love to work with. Um, apart from me, obviously, Klashnikov, Kailash, Kailash, and Black Twang. Yeah, Black good choices. Twang. Good yeah. choices. Who are your, some of your hip hop idols in like UK hip hop idols? Kalashnikov, Black Twang, Roots, Roots, Kaiser. It feels mm, weird. Kaiser. It, it, it feels not worked with Kaiser. Kaiser did half of my next album production. Mm. He did seven but, beats, but not, 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 he didn't rap. He done four. He's done four verses for me. That's awesome. Um, I can't wait to hear that. You know what? It's, I, can, Kaiser, I, I can play you some of the stuff after. Yeah, um, for sure. It's weird calling Kaiser one of the greats because now he's one of the homies. Mm-hmm. But Kaiser. Um, You talking about UK hip hop? Yeah, I got a shout at Parky, of course. Jest, yeah, never mm-hmm. forget Jest. Um, You've not worked with Jest? I never worked with Jest, but funny stories when I did um, products of the city life. Yeah, with Parky, Jest was in the studio when I did that. Right, and I did the first verse in one take, and he said, "That's it, don't don't change it." Big up, big up. So that was fun. Um, I, got, I got love for Jest. Jest is a great. Jest is one of. The, oh, I forgot M nine. M nine, big up M nine. M, you know what? It's funny because. You know, before I even even thought about rapping myself, like I used to listen to Jess albums a mm-hmm. lot, and I remember me and Jess beat Butcher at Big Up Rude Adams. Mm. We shared a car ride together, and uh, it was one of the best moments ever, man. It was so fun. Um, but this is and 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 M Nine as well. You know how much love M Nine used to show me. M Nine. We never spoke about working together, but he used to always like plug my music. He used to always talk to me about my music. Bro, M Nine is one. And of then the when best. I see him, it's always love. M Nine is one. Of, the whole Triple Darkness crew. We used to record at the same studio. Right. Kimo recorded all of us. Right. And they were one of the people that really made me feel welcome as part of UK hip hop because I had I had identity issues. I was like, oh, do I fit in? Do people like me? And they would just see me like, what are you saying, man? Like, oh, yeah, we heard it, man. That's dope. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Love Did those you have guys. Identity issues about mm. hip hop. Mm, because. 
I didn't know where I fit in. I was still finding my voice. Mm. Um, well, it's difficult. I feel like the way the game, well, it's, it's a bit more, more of an industry now than it was when we were doing it. Yeah. Still, it was still really split in so many different fragments. Very segmented. And you could be very, like, you could be, if you're not doing this lane. Are you talk about like 10 years ago? Yeah, 10, yeah. 13 years ago. Like, you know, if you're not doing grime or if yeah. you're not doing garage, mm. if you're not, well, garage is kind of dead by then, but mm. you know what I mean? If you're not doing a funky house or whatever, then you, it's, it's like kind of hard for people in. to find your music. Yeah, they put they put you in yeah. a box. But T one yeah. said something to me the other day, and he said, you know, connect. The reason why you're underrated is because you were hard to put into a box. Yeah. He yeah. said in many ways that allowed yeah, me to be time. yeah allowed me to be creatively free. But for some people to understand what you're doing is that they got to put you in a box. Um. Huh. Well, yeah, like I feel much more comfortable now. And I'm I'm very happy with my contributions just because I know I've put some stuff in the world that's you know quality is subjective. People might like not like it. Some people do, right. but I know I put out some positive stuff in yeah, the world too. Sure. And I the think most important what, thing is how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and you know I think about my legacy. Like you know my if I ever have kids or you know my niece and nephew can say my uncle did that, then they, they hear my yeah. songs in the car and that that's our uncle. Yeah. Yeah. they're watching you when, yeah. even when you don't think they're watching you they're watching yeah. you hard yeah, yeah. absolutely um, what was it like working with Jaunty man Jaunty it's easy it's always easy to work with Jaunty man like Jaunty just like you know what I love about Jaunty the most he he just has concepts man yeah he's able to take deep concepts and make them simple so like even when we did Closer yeah he's like yeah man I want to do a song I said about what called Closer I said what do you mean he's like <laughs> what, what do you feel closer to yeah just talk about it I said Cool, got it. Like yeah. he, he always shows up for me. He's on my new album. He's well. very, he's very introspective. Very he? introspective, yeah. and I think that's why I relate to him. Yeah, because he's very, he's very introspective. But he's on my new album as well. Okay, so um, I put the call out. Now you yeah. said earlier that your missus cooks. Yes. Do you enjoy cooking? I've started to enjoy cooking a lot more. What's your best dish that you can cook? I'm very basic, but my chicken game is mad. Like I've been doing this kind of barbecue chicken. That's, oh. I've been killing that. Um, I've been making cassava. Okay, nice. cassava, you know, as, as, as a carb, a carb cassava, you know, yam and um, them thing there. Yeah, my, my my wife's my wife's culinary skills are just crazy. What's her What's her background? I mean, I know, but my what? wife is Iranian. She's Iranian. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So she comes with a lot of Iranian type of food. Yeah, yeah. but she but cooks, she cooks everything. Though. She cooks like yeah. she can cook yard food. Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she cooks Western food. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Come on, now she's 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 dope in the kitchen. So you said that she's better than you. Yeah. Yeah. Light years ahead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's always the case. Sometimes there's always one outstanding cook out of the two. Yeah. No. Listen, like you have to cert- you have to know your place in it. Mm. You have to know certain levels in it, like. When it comes to certain things, she just bodies me like. Yeah, just know what you're bringing to the table, yeah. and then you're like, good. Even, yeah. I know, and I don't even just say cooking and just place her in the kitchen, but just her business mind mm. as well. She's very. Um, there's been situations I've gone through at work professionally. How do I navigate this? And she she'll give me game in terms of this is how you should do it. That's nice. I like that, man. Yeah, I love, love the way that. how you guys work together as a team, man. Mm. No, we try, man. We're not. We're not. We're not, we're not a team. We're not a team. <laughs> You're not, you're not a team. I'm not a team. We're not a team. You're just both doing your own thing. Yeah. Okay. We just live together, innit? <laughs> if you were to support a football team, what would it be? I used to support Arsenal. What happened? Um, one day I had an epiphany that I was a fake fan. Uh huh. So because I wasn't in it like you lot was, and I felt like I was perpetrating and faking the funk. So when Lots people, of people do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, you know what it is. I, I hate when people do that with hip hop and wrestling. I didn't want to be a hypocrite. 
Mm. You think it's gonna be Liverpool today or Real Madrid? I hope so because Liverpool is an institution for black folk. Yeah, mm. it really is. Mm. Yeah, I, like, really you know, you, that's why you support them. To I be mean, fair. I supported them because of John Barnes. Yeah, but bro, John Barnes is important. But, they, but mm. back then, there wasn't an institution for black folk. John Barnes was the only that's black. The well, that's the point. Had a few Carl Thomas afterwards. Yeah. Well, what I mean is, like, a lot of our parents when they first came to this country, part of yeah. the assimilation process, yeah, got of course, football team. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And then they saw John Barnes. Yeah, mm. for so, sure. For and sure. then it's gone down through the ages. So, bro, I'm rooting for Liverpool before I wrote for any. um Real Madrid, you must be mad. Yeah, one hundred, <laughs> and I hope we do it, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for you, man. Be but you know, Arsenal game. Ian Wright birthed a generation of Arsenal fans. Of course, Ian Wright, the one of the greatest of all time. Come on now. And then you had another generation of Arsenal fans because of Thierry Henry. Absolutely, like my little brother, my little brother Henry. Shout out to Henry. Yeah, him shout out to him, boss. He's an Arsenal fan because of Henry. So good, good choice. Um, and that was a good time to be t- well, those times. Then that was a good time to be an Arsenal fan. Yeah, you guys are winning everything back. So um, you had United obviously on your on your shoulder, but but, uh, but United. But you guys, but no, but you were the only team at that time to put United. Yeah, I, you to know, give them I, trouble. I could, I could still watch Arsenal now, but I, I would say I'm more of an observer and a casual. Well, I feel like Arsenal, Arsenal are they they're working on coming back. I hope so. They're, no, they're working on it. I hope I, so. I, I see them as in a better, far better place than Man United. Are. Okay, good. That's all in I want. In terms of their system and how, I, well, I pray Arteta is going to get supported. Well, you go to you go to God about football, bruv I mean, yeah, I'm a, bit, I'm a football wow. fan. I love football. I love it. Wow. Yeah. So what, you, you, you get on your knees and say, dear God, and that? No, no. It's not <laughs> like, like if it. you wouldn't have been a rapper, you'd be a footballer. I don't know about that. I don't think I had the tech like that. No, but, but if you had the choice. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like the choice. Of course, like looking back, yeah, if I could redo my life, I would have probably taken playing football seriously. That's a good question. What would you do if you weren't rapping? Yeah. Mm. If I could redo my life, and like if hindsight was twenty twenty, and yeah. I had the knowledge of like what I know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was a youth. Yeah. I probably would have I, I would be an undertaker. Serious. Oh, Tim, that's an undertaker. Wait. Yeah, I'll be an undertaker. Wait. Jermaine's face. He's speculating. Jermaine's face. You see, I'll tell you why I'll be an undertaker. You'll never a, run out of business? You'll never run. If anything, business is peak now, fam. Yeah, but that's a deep... That's a, no, um, it's not. Deep. You know how much money black a, people spend on funerals, bro? You no, I hear what you're saying, money-wise. You eat it. That's a deep job. Yeah, the job itself ain't nice. So, I grew up in North West London. I've seen death. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, an undertaker. Why? <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> round of applause for Kinet. Kinet the Undertaker. That's got a ring to it. I just it finished does. a few months ago. I just finished watching a uh, Six Feet Under. It's a great show. Um, who stars in that? Michael C. Hall, Peter Krause. Yeah, is that good? Loved it. I saw the adverts for that. Actually. Loved it. But I, I love to, Michael C. Hall though. You looking forward to Stranger Things? I'm I'm really enjoying it, but I, I actually want to do a version. I've got questions. Like, why are these kids just allowed to run around in the city where yeah. there's duppy and demons, bruv? Yeah, why? Yeah, if, bruv, it was, if this was Asian fam, black people, I'm sir, sorry. Ma'am. They wouldn't be allowed. If they would not ch- be allowed. If my child, imagine you live in a city, yeah? Let's say you yeah. imagine the upside down was in Harzen. I might right. child say, I'm just going. I said, we then. My mum would be like, you're doing more. No. I said, what? She would laugh in my face. I said, what? She'll but they got, they got to wrap it up soon, though, because these guys, they look a lot older now. Yeah, getting much older. They do. Yeah, and much older. One of these kids got to die. <laughs> they get into the awkward teen stage. Yeah, you so got to die. Who would you choose? Who would I choose? Who would you choose? Mind you, I have forgotten what's been happening, man. I kind of want. I, Luke, I kind of want. Lucas is a bit of a sellout now. So Lucas, the one with the, with the curly hair. No, that's Dustin. That's Dustin. Yeah, Dustin's Lucas my guy. Dustin's my guy. Who's Lucas again? The black youth. Is he a sellout? Why is he a sellout? He was what, always like that from okay. the get go. Right. From a season okay. one, Very, he had bro, sellout tendencies. Yeah, his sellout settings yeah. are high this season, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't remember from season one? He had sellout tendencies. Sellout settings is high, bro. Okay, I love that show though. Ozark. 
Loved it. I yeah. haven't seen the. I haven't seen part two. Yeah. Okay. Love I, that. I saw it. I saw it. Talk to uh, she. She talked to Killer Mike in the restaurant. Yeah, and I was that like, bit, it was that a bit, little yeah, predictable. Yeah, okay. All right. Bit. Like it was good, but it was pre- it was what I was expecting. Right. They didn't I, shock. I, me. I heard. I heard this. I heard that yeah. it, it's not the show. No. Like it's still a good show, it's but it's good. not the show that it should have been. How it yeah. ended. Yeah. It didn't shock. But me. you know what is killing me though. And what I think is the arguably better than Breaking Bad and probably one of the best. Tell me, better call, better call Soul, bro. Bruv, listen. I can't even high five, bro. Bro, we got to talk. Listen, we have got, listen, bro. I've think, been arguing sir, sir, with the quarantine sir, on my group sir, chat. Sir, I've been sir, telling everyone that sir, chat that that's a better show than Breaking, than Breaking Bad, Bad, sir. And they don't agree. High five, high five me, bro. But watch, watch how this. Bruv, I saw the last how episode, bruv. I watched the last episode and I sat there and I said, "What have I just seen?" Yeah. It's a, Priya. it's a, Priya, watch better you also. thought, you okay. thought, you thought Gus Fring was a bad man, yeah? yeah. There's a man out there called Lalo Salamanca. <laughs> Real bad man. Who <laughs> you possibly thoughts on that? You see that man, yeah? It's Lalo Salamanca. The thing with him, yeah? He's a psychopath, mm. but he's so charming. He'd be the kind of man that come to your house to kill you, and you'd let him in because yeah. he's so charming. He's so nice. Not me, but yeah, I yeah, not you, but yeah, <laughs> real not bad yeah. man. But listen, the way this the series is, bruv, yeah, they're killing it. The way they link it up they're with Breaking it. Bad, yeah. I'm like, these man's their writing is of a the, the writing is a different. But that's the thing. It's because they it's because they stepped up with writing. It's because obviously the Breaking Bad went back in like 2010 and whatever, mm. and now they're writing this show because this show is it's supposed to be a prequel. To okay, Breaking Bad. I, okay, I didn't get that. And that's yeah, why I that's why you're like, what's like, going I don't on? Watch yeah, some yeah. I'm so it's, it's, it's so basically it's okay. all the events that happen that leads to Breaking okay, Bad. Okay, now I'm in. I, I am right. so scared. And now because they wrote obviously they wrote Breaking Bad, which is a great show. That's so their level of writing is has gone to bro, another level. I am level, so scared and because killing it because Kim is not mentioning Breaking Bad. What happened to Kim? Yeah, you're gonna find out. I'm scared. Yeah, you know it's gonna be sight inside. So I got a theory. We'll leave it from there. I got a theory. What's that? I think she's gonna use the disappearer, brother. She's gonna be the first man to use him. Oh, really? Okay, well, well let's not spoil it for people. Yeah, but that, that show's great. I'm glad. I'll, I can talk to you about it now. Another know. great okay. show that ended, Closed Doors. I don't know if you ever watched this with Roxy or Priya. I know Priya's mm-hmm. a massive fan of this show. I don't know if Jermaine ever watched it with his. his, his tell, me, tell me, tell this me. This is us. I've never seen it. Jeez! Very good show. I'm so jealous of you. Yeah. Is, you is, get is, to is watch this the one? Yeah. Yeah. I think you and Roxy to watch that together. It's okay. six seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a good show. No, you'll cry gangster tears. You are. You're going to find the Alright, you know what it is? Because it's you two, I'm going to watch it and if I don't like it, I'm calling you. You're going to freaking love it. You'll like it. Are we going to talk about The Shield? Now, The Shield for me... The Shield for me, still to this day, the greatest finale ever. The greatest mm-hmm. season finale mm-hmm. of all time, and that is actually mm-hmm. well documented. That's not even our opinion. No, no, we know that is the docu- That's an opinion Bro. of critics all when around watched, the world. When I watched the season finale, it's I unbelievable. Said to myself, excuse me, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I said, excuse me. And it's so underrated. Like as a show, it's it so underrated. I, you know, you, you and I used to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to that. Without that show, you don't have a. You don't obviously you don't have Sons of Anarchy. Like no. I like the way it's shot. Like this fly on the wall documentary. Am I taking up time? No, but now we, 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 we're going to wrap up in five minutes. Yeah, but yeah. fly on the wall documentary star. Loved, love, 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 love that show and the, the finale. Not to spoil it, but 
I like the finale because it's realistic. You it's know, sometimes um, we want the bad guy to get locked up, but sometimes the punishment is the freedom. I've got a really crazy story. When I was working at London Eye, I met two cast members me, yeah, yeah, of yeah. The Shield. I met I met Lemansky. My guy. And I met Shane Van Drell's, the woman that plays Van, Shane Van Drell's. Mara. Mrs. I Mara. hate her guts. And, and she said, yeah, I played a horrible person. Yes, she was, you did. She, yeah, and, then, and, and Lem was just like, I think Lem was stressed out because he, he was with his kids and his wife. Okay. And it was a busy day and I think his kids were acting like sport brats. Okay. And he just looked like he didn't want to be there. And I came up to him and I said, listen... I love the shield, like, and he's like, his his face is lit up. He's like, oh, thank you, man. Like he was like, like he needed to hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but that show, like, I, I was so upset that show didn't get as much props as it did. Rough. Like one of the best shows ever. That's the finale, one, fam. One of the best TV shows ever. If you, if you have never seen The Shield, anyone, I recommend it. I'm police not. drama about police, corrupt police in LA. It came out in like 2002, ended maybe 2007. Yeah, it was 17. 2008. And you know what's dope? It's seven series, but it never felt long. No. No, I didn't. Never know. felt long. Great show. I've watched it twice. Kanae, thank you so much for joining me thank today, man. Like, it's been an absolute pleasure. Where can people find you? Please plug your social media, your, your, yeah, your events, your, cool. anything you want to plug, please. So, um, yeah, Kinetic. um, I am Kinetic. That's, um, I am K-I-N-E-T-I-K on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Breaking Atoms podcast, Break the Atoms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I have a podcast, uh, called Breaking Atoms, obviously. But I also have a new album coming out this year. Okay. Hopefully. Hopefully. Awesome. Um, it's called Provision. Wicked. Produced by Kaiser Smirnoff and, and T1. Um, I have Jaunty on there. I've got Kaiser on four songs. Mm. Shout out to Faye Simon. I also have a song with Sky Zoo, which is, which oh, is, you is got a, you with Sky Zoo. Yeah. Me, Sky Zoo and Kaiser. <laughs> together. So. Big up Sky Zoo, man. One of my favorites. Mixtape King. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. That's, that's hopefully going to be coming out this year. 13 Pri- songs. Priya, thank you for joining me today. Thank, thank you for coming to Skillet's World. Thank you for having me. And thank you for taking care of us. Like, you came through with this. Yeah, she came through with the snacks I mean, and the drinks. I, yeah. I, I come with she that hosts, vibe. She hosts. She's the host. I come motherly, your motherly energy Where can people crazy. find you, Priya, if they, if they want to find you on social um, media? They can find me on Instagram. It's pre underscore Priyan. You understand the joke. Yeah, pre Priyan. I mean, I'm not Caribbean, but I like the wordplay. It's all good. We welcome you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. No, yeah, you'll be back on the show again. Kanel, you'll definitely be back on the show again. I appreciate you. Thank you, man. And, um, yeah, that's, thank you for, that was the first ever episode of Skillets World. I want to thank my... Round no, of applause. No, thank you. Big up Jermaine, man. <laughs> Big, Big up Jermaine. Jermaine. On the camera. <laughs> Trying to make me look pretty and shh. <laughs> I didn't swear. Are you proud of me? Yeah, I'm really proud of you. Thank man. you. Thank you. Shout out to my sister Dominique and Ems as well. Do you know you what? Know, shout out to Emma. It was her birthday yeah. last night. We celebrated her birthday Happy last birthday. night. Happy birthday. So I saw my shop. to Dominique and Ems. Um, but yeah, normally she has her shows every week on, on I Love I Live um, each, each Saturday at 2 p.m. So, um, but yeah, we'll be back every week. This has been Skillet's World and uh, we are out. Thank you. Fifty, fifty, five, 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 five. They are now. Yeah.